Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Tank Rodriguez. This is a very sad day for the horror pot of horrors as we say goodbye to the horror pot of horrors. And I'm just kidding, of course. Because we have officially a new name that we're going to go with here and, and see how y'all like it. And actually, I don't care if you like it or not. That's the name. <laughs> we're we're going to go with it. We're going to go with this it. This is not a democracy. <laughs> I was going to say the same exact same thing. Hello, Mother Russia. <laughs> uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the official the, the horror show with its brand new name, The Texas Podcast Massacre. Yay! Yep, because we're, uh, we're, we're murdering the competition. That's yeah. Right. yeah! With uh, one out of the three person actually... You know, born and raised in Texas. Hey, man, we, we live in Texas. That's, that's all right. Is. Hey, we live here and we've survived this long. I feel like that right. says something. Yes. Have y'all seen cows yet? I have. Huh? Well, yeah, I mean, I've seen cows. I mean, it came from an area that had a ton of cows. Y'all have eaten barbecue. Yeah, I've eaten yes. barbecue. And you like tacos. I like tacos. I like breakfast tacos, yeah. What yeah. do you mean you like breakfast well, tacos? Well, because, of course, I've had tacos from California where real tacos are from. Thank you again for listening in, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'm going to go back to my previous statement where it said we are done. <laughs> but I will say, like I said, you, what I specifically, what I've come to know is truly San Antonian is the breakfast tacos, and I'm, I've become a fan. So. Well, we'll work on And more that. importantly, I'm a fan of Whataburger, which is a... Somebody who's relocated here that's sacrilegious, apparently, like all my relocated friends. Well, let's work on that for a second. Okay, P- repeat after me. What? What? A, a burger. Burger. Not Whataburger. What? I didn't say Whataburger. I said Whataburger. Right. We'll, 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 Whataburger? Whataburger. Okay. I've never right. said Whataburger in my life. See, I didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't have Whataburger, and I didn't have In-N-Out where I was from, so it's all new to me. So, And both, so are, both are good because... Well, um, we had Wendy's. I didn't say they were good in the same level. No, I'm just no, saying no, no, they're no. good. I, I'm going to say this because I've given Californians a lot of shit, and then we'll, we can jump into the actual meat of the horror <laughs> podcast. But I just, I just think I need to like a preface to say I like In and Out. I like In and Out sometimes better than Whataburger, and, and that's okay. I just you know Californians aren't allowed to like In and Out when they move over here. <laughs> I, I like will, it so much. Don't leave it. <laughs> I will say like, it is really. It, you wouldn't think it would be different. Here versus California, but yes. I, I've had I've had In and Out Burger here, and I've had In and Out Burger. I had In and Out yes. Burger when I was in LA uh, just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, really different, yeah, which yeah. Is, which seems really odd because they're the same company. That but pink lemonade is amazing, but Oof. still good. I just don't understand the lines. But anyway, I well, digress. And and is Whataburger in in Chicago now? Right? Is it they're going well, to Chicago? It's Chicago. It's Chicago. Ba- the owned, company. The, yeah. yeah, they own it. Yeah. Okay. Deep they're going to be they're going to be nationwide. Deep deep dish what water burger. Yeah. That, that's what I was like. Were we going to have like deep dish pizza and like like coney dogs like what a dogs? Anyway. <laughs> so don't you mean water dogs? I hate you. <laughs> Actually, some people do make their hot dogs in from in water. Like they just make it really hot. The boil boil boiling hot yeah, dogs. That's yeah. How my I made hot dogs my whole life. Yeah, me too. I just put them Boiled. on. Just, no, I just put them on the thing. Up. How did you even do that here? We have fucking electric stoves. There's no fire, like gas stoves here. It's weird. No, the barbecue pit. Whatever. I'm saying. It's real. Yeah. Come from places. In, in all fairness, James, James and I did not grow up in places where you could barbecue 365 days a year. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there are times where if you want a hot dog, 
you got to figure out another way. And that is exactly why this is the Texas podcast right. massacre. Okay. A, a lighter, <laughs> a lighter and a in a stick with a hot dog. That's, right. that's, that's how we cook them. Well, uh, uh, we're doing something a little bit different today. Thanks to thanks to Derek, uh, I think it's a great idea. Well, uh, I want to give James credit for because he he brought up to me after the last podcast, and I was totally agreeing. So I don't want to. I think it was a. We both agreed. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's something that we talked about here a couple of times. Yeah, I we're mean, going, ultimately, we're, we're free range podcasters today. We just don't want to be be stuck with you know you know categorized as a top ten. Yeah, and the, podcast. The, I think the biggest concern for me was like <laughs> right out of every, every week <laughs> uh, or every yeah, yeah pretty much every week like just trying to come up with lists that don't kind of like where the films aren't sort of overlapping or we're right. talking about like the same movies over and over again. Because then it's not a true top ten. Yeah. If you're like, well, that is my favorite, but. I and there's the also something like, but it's been my favorite the past five times we, exactly. <laughs> we've done it. So, but I mean, the thing is, like, there's so many things we can talk about, and I also don't want our listeners to get bored. Like, yeah, so we're going to spice it up for y'all. Okay, we're going to get spicy. spicy. I think eventually what I'd like to do too is even talk about some new horror film, like theatrical release horror films that maybe. You know. I, I do that. I, I I know probably shouldn't be saying this on the air, but I'd like to go uh, do. Uh, Horror trailer reviews for movies that are up and coming, yeah. and see what you know what we think about it, and then y'all actually go see it, and then actually you know compare and contrast about your thoughts on the review and versus what y'all actually thought when y'all yeah, just saw the yeah. movie. And I think we had even talked about brace yourself, listeners, uh, of, of taking our show on the road, right, and going to yes. uh, the next like horror convention that's yep. around yes. here, so we mm. could actually be live and in charge, uh, talking to actual. Uh, horror movie stars. Yeah, yeah which would be, be which would be great. We're we're taking this road on the show on the road. We're going live, or the here. road on the show. Either the way. road on the show. The road either show. One. The road show. Anyway, I think that's enough banter. Yeah, <laughs> uh, never enough banter. No, never. <laughs> I know. So, James, uh, is that one to Blair on your T-shirt today? It is. Yes, from, from Savage Street. Yep, from the film Savage Street. It's one of my all-time favorites. Did you dress for the for the podcast today? Well, it's not horror, but it is. Like grindhousey, like it's, it's Linda Blair. It's I, Linda I feel Blair, like, yeah, you know. yeah. I did put some consideration to it. That's and good. now you've made me self conscious about it. I, uh, I, like if I, I, I actually said. ordered a uh, t shirt uh, from Atomic Cotton. Oh, did you? Which yeah. one? I ordered the uh, TGIF uh, 13. Uh, good choice. Uh, I like that shirt. Retro 80s uh, TGIF yeah. uh, Friday the 13th t shirt. Now, if we could just get that affiliate link. That's right. <laughs> I give it to you. That's no, right. the affiliate link as far as like, oh, yeah. you know, when other people buy it, so like we get a little piece of that pie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that reminds yeah, me. Today's a, checkout <laughs> code <laughs> TPM. Today's podcast is brought to you by uh, Baked by Blair. <laughs> oh, Lo- yeah. local, local baked goods here in San Antonio at Baked by Blair at the Instagram at Baked by Blair. Um, not the Blair Witch. Blair's a real person. Not Linda Blair. Not Linda Blair. Hey, look at hey, that. Hey, look at that. T- look at that tie-in. A little, a That's right. Hat trick. That's right, Blair. If you're listening, um, I will uh, take my baked goods delivered to my home. Thank you very much. We're actually getting some pound cake delivered later today. So okay. that was false advertisement, why. by the way. I know. She offered free delivery and would not deliver to my house. That's right. An hour away. <laughs> She's like, you get what you pay for. Exactly. <laughs> Move out of the booth, you tell me. Yeah. That's right. Come, come into town, pal. It's a Texas thing. You wouldn't understand, okay? Oh. <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> I have goats and horses where I live. That's right. Anyway, yeah, uh, Baked by Blair. Make sure to give that a follow. What was the uh, the Instagram handle? Is Baked by Blair, right? Uh, yeah, it is at Baked by Blair. B-A-K-E-D-B-Y-B-L-A-I-R. Correct. 
Damn right. That's right. <laughs> I'm glad the assumption is that our listeners can't spell. Although I guess Blair might be spelled Blair, differently. Blair might be an alternate. And it's could, social media. You don't know how they true. do it. That's know? true. That's true. There could be the uh, the A in Blair could be the at sign, and we exactly. don't even realize I mean, it. You're the professional broadcaster here. I, I, I mean, I shouldn't. I, uh, sorry. It's, you do we're refer to the experts on this one. Exactly. All right. All right. So, so, so time, more, is, right? time is it. We what, haven't talked about what we're talking about. Baked goods and burgers. What did y'all watch this week? <laughs> I watched a lot, week? actually. Did you, you want to go? Do you want to go first? I went first last time. Sure. So. Well, so I watched a lot. One thing I did specifically uh, late on Halloween night was I was like, I, my plan was to rewatch my least favorite of certain, you know, um, you know, the bigger uh, tentpole franchises, or whatever. So I, was, I started at first. So at first, my attempt was to watch Halloween Resurrection. Um, I made it three minutes in, and I yes, Buster Rhymes. I was like, I can't do this. So then I put on Freddy's Dead. I made it about thirty minutes into it. Oh, dude, no, this is great. Oh God, this is a great movie. No, it's not. Um, it's fine. I won't tell. Dude, that girl that oh God, the the lead, the like main Lisa Zane. Oh, she's so bad, dude. Like, I know Billy Zane. Where did you go wrong with your sister? I know. Listen to your pal Billy Zane. That's, That's a right. good guy. Who's <laughs> so bad? But so I did that, um, and I just I had to give up. I mean, the thing is, like, I I I knew Freddy's Dead was a bad movie. Like, I mean, I knew I remember you know watching it you know multiple times, being like, oh, this is the worst of the bunch. But I was like, maybe it, like, you know, I don't even remember hating it as much as I hated it when I was rewatching it. So it's like, first off, Springfield like was like obviously some back lot somewhere. Uh. It, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think if I remember from uh, like one of the documentaries I, I watched about it, I think it takes place in the same backlot that they filmed um, Desperate Housewives. I think it's on like the Mysteria wow. Lane like backlot when they're driving through the town. It, I know it's been reused like a couple times. There's a scene with uh, some of the main character kids. Is that just a going Rose lot? Huh? No, that would be Universal. That would be Universal, universal lot. Yeah. I actually just went on the tour and I yeah. drove through Wisteria Lane, so yeah. I should have looked out for it. Where's yeah. Freddy at? They go to that carnival and there's like five people there. And it's like <laughs> so obviously a set and like, ugh. All those kids can't, like. It, it has Tom Arnold and Roseanne in it. it. I know. So, you know, Which back I'm... back when they were a couple and relevant. Yeah, exactly. And not racist. <laughs> God, so depressing. That we knew of. Well, I mean. Better times, kids. Yeah. Uh, times. Shout out to Tom Arnold for not being a, such a complete human piece of shit. He's actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's, that's a weird. But so, but here's Today's one thing topic, I didn't want to talk Tom about. Arnold. I disagreed with Derek. When? About what? About the movie Haunt. Did you like it? I actually liked it a lot. Oh. I think there's. James. Okay, so first off, um, I liked. First, of all, I thought the characters were like remotely more interesting than the ones from Hell Knight or Hellfest. Um, I think it was the dude that was off-putting to me, like the main... The baseball kid? Yeah, like the main... No, the other one. The baseball kid was okay, actually. The, like, was he... the, the fat loudmouth guy? Yeah, the yeah, fat loudmouth guy. He was annoying, guy. yeah, but was... he's supposed to be kind of... I'll tell you, when they first introduced him, I was like... Like me. But one thing I liked about the film, if I can just sure. sing its praises for a min- minute... Um, one is I, I liked the actual villains, the, the, the killers in it. And I liked the reveal that like underneath all the, like spoiler alert, this is There's going to be spoilers in this podcast. So if you listen to this podcast, don't get upset. There's the spoilers. It's a podcast about horror movies. Well, I, I think if the movie is at least a year 
old and beyond. I don't think there's an it's expectation. Not, this one is not, it's but that's okay. Look, you take it at, with a grain of salt. Okay. If you want to see this movie and you listen to the spoiler, then you may want to watch it even more. Sure. Or if it sounds like it's going to suck to you, we just saved you about an hour and a half, half of, of your time. Life. There you go. So, Personally, though, I liked it, and I liked how the... Uh, um That's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, just bumping the mic all the time. Let me just wrinkle some paper in front of it. <laughs> But speaking of mics, you could go and talk, uh, but can you just, uh, on your right side, flip it the other way? Oh. Yeah. This way? Yeah, towards you. I'm going to do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clip it to my shirt there so it stays remains. Guys, I'm, I'm double micing it today. I can't, I can't match James's <laughs> boisterous volume. No. And that's okay. It's like, wonderful, that's... wonderful voice. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure if you were in school... You would have been voted the, the nicest boy. The, you would have been the, the nicest boy. <laughs> that's, 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 I just touched a nerve. <laughs> All right. Anyways, go go on with your. So you you like the you like the people under the mask. Anyways, uh, now that I have some emotional damage to uh, heal from, um, so I liked the, the killers, and I liked how like under the mask it was revealed that they had done. I'm assuming some sort of like body modification body or something, modification, right? Like yeah, to like deform their faces and stuff. I thought that was unique, um, and I thought pretty pretty well done too. Um, but I liked like so, Hellfest was like this like this guy that goes to these big budget, huge like uh, expensive produced you know big produced um, Halloween haunts and those kind of things like the big like uh, not scary farm whatever you want to call it. Um, where Hellfest is what I actually or um, Excuse me. Haunt. Haunt was more of like the weird, like in the middle of nowhere, like pop up places. Warehouse. A little more like you know, uh, a little more outlaw established, uh, little haunted houses. But I don't know. I just liked it. Um, I felt like I actually thought it was scarier, honestly. Um, uh, and I thought like they it had a lot of potential. I thought there was like some. They didn't go far enough with some of the, like the 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 haunt attractions inside being dangerous. I thought like they could have gone further with that. Um, but you know, and I like the ending. I'm always for like a turnaround ending, but that was my, that was my personal take on it. I, I really liked it. I think I liked it a lot more because I expected to hate it. Yeah. I when mean, you go in lower expectations. At, you know, that any, tends any, to happen. Yeah. I, I think maybe it's cause I have this false expectation of Ellie Roth, like in a lot of his work. Um, and well, to your point, like not going far enough on, I guess maybe that was, that was a disappointing piece of it to me is like, you look at a movie like Hostel, Green Inferno, um, but he just look produced at this, he just put his yeah. name on it. So it wasn't like, yeah, I just, I feel like that's what it was. And this is kind of what aggravates me sometimes about horror movies that are, that are highlighted with like big name directors in your mind, you kind of get it like, okay, this is like this is what I associate it with. So when it's not that, you, there's a level of like disappointment. Now I will agree with you, like the fact that they were equally as much monsters underneath their masks or their faces as represented the masks they were wearing was a really cool twist. Like didn't yeah. see that coming at all. Um, yeah, I just really, I'm, maybe I'll watch it again. I'll give it its, give it its due and, and check it out one more time. I think without any expectations, see what I think about it. I just, I think some of the characters just rubbed me the wrong way. And I think to your point, they could have gone further with the... I didn't think they could have pushed with, the, with, with pushed the, a little bit further. the traps a little bit. Um, but the actual, like, characters, the villains themselves, I liked it. I, I Like I said, I actually liked the characters. I thought, like, you know, and, like, there was some tragedy to it I liked. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I thought for, like, a small-budget film, I liked it. 
I also watched uh, Nightmare Cinema, I think, which is also on screen, which I'd heard good things about. Fucking hated it. Is that the one with Danny Trejo, or is that the one with Robert Englund? It's, uh, no, it's got, um, so it's like five people's stories. They go to this, it's so bad. It's got, um, it's got, uh, what was it called? Nightmare, Nightmare Cinema. Cinema. It's got um, The Wrestler, uh, old uh, Rick, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke oh. is like, plays like the uh, projectionist. And he's like, it's so bad. I had heard good things and I walked in and was I could, I, I didn't think I finished it. To be honest, I think I turned it off before the last story was done. Box, which I, it's, I usually wa- watch, watch something the whole way through, even if I hate it. But I would think I was just so annoyed. Um. I ran into the same issue when I tried to watch the one with Kane Hodder, um, like Murder House. Or the one about all of them, yeah. About yeah, and I thought it was such. An, it was like supposed to be the advertising the Expendables, um, the Expendables of horror, and it was it was just fucking terrible. Which maybe is accurate if you know if it means like you think it should be good and it's not. Yeah, you get your high hopes up. And I, I mean, I liked the Expendables movies for what they were, but. Those movies could have been so much cooler. Um, yeah, Death House was the name Death of it. House, yeah, yeah. I it just you know what it was. It was a production value. I thought it was like the, shot terrible, so poorly. Um, and it's so weird. The whole ending, like there's like this like. I actually find the movie kind of fascinating because I was I thought it went so off the rails so like strongly and like like way off the rails though. Like I mean, those like you couldn't come back on the rails if you even tried. No. You're like already over the cliff. And the, the big track thing is, is like, broken. If you're gonna do a movie that's kind of about like. Um, virtual reality and all this stuff like the other elements in it like you can't spend ten dollars on it man like it looks so bad uh, oh, i yeah, mean totally agree but i same same boat like i i took me like three times to watch that and get all the way through i i could only really watch it in like half an hour chunks so i was like it's so bad i'm shutting it off you had a couple ones that you couldn't couldn't get all the way yeah. through but i did watch my final one i wanted to talk about is i watched the movie overlord finally <gasps> And I loved it. Yeah, me too. That was such a great movie. Derek's face just grew, like lit up. Like a <laughs> I was like, Christmas I was like, right James, now. you didn't, you liked Haunt, but you loved Overlord. Yeah. You totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> I was really, sh- I mean, I, 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 people whose opinion I trust saw it and they said it was good. Um, I really, I thought the main kid, Boyce, the, yeah, I thought he was so good in it. And yeah. like, I thought like, I liked the the female, the French um, girl in it. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know any of the actors' names, but I, I really liked it. Um, um, I uh, I liked uh, Wyatt Russell as well, who's uh, yeah, and, yeah, Kurt, okay. Kurt Russell's uh, so son. I've always hated him as an actor. I think I, he always plays like this douchey kind of like yeah. like loudmouthy kind of guy. Well, he was on Twenty Two Jump Street, so. But they cast him in uh, as the U.S. agent. They're gonna they're gonna use him for some Marvel thing as the U.S. agent. I love that character, the U.S. agent, and I was like, he is poorly miscast because he is not like U.S. agent is supposed to be like Captain America on steroids. I mean, literally, like he's like a he's like basically this dude. His name is uh, uh oh my god, I'm it's the name of a liquor. I'm so bad with names. I should not be on a podcast. This is embarrassing. <laughs> anyways, um, Crown Royal. <laughs> no, uh, he's actually he had a. Anyways, you can edit this, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, keep going. This, uh, anyway, so this, for the US agent, is, anyways, he's this hard boiled like he's like this like kind of almost like psychic, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker, yes. Oh. John, John F. Walker. Yeah, but um and then he actually changed his name to another liquor like later like he had like had to, he went into like hiding and he changed his name to a new To name Gin Beam. Exactly. Um but 
anyways, I always like the character U.S. agent. He's, you know, like, I found him an interesting character. But, I, like, he's basically, like, I always sort of imagine, like, Howie Long, like, this, like, crew-cutted giant, you know, like, white, you know, uh, almost, like, fascistic, you know, like, hard-ass guy. Um, but then he casted Kurt Russell's son, and he's still, like, not that guy to me normally. But in this movie, I was like, okay, he, I can kind of see it. He was, like, way more of a badass, some hard-ass military dude. Kind of redeemed himself for me, actually. This is the one movie where I kind of thought, like, okay, I kind of liked him. Like, totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, Wait, is that the uh, the Purge dude? No, different. Uh, they look, look a lot kind of, of like, kind of, look alike kind of like the long blonde hair. Yeah. Um, I would say, actually, he reminded me more of Kurt Russell in this movie yes. than any other movie that I, I've seen him in. Um, and you're right, he always plays kind of the douchey frat boy he yeah. was in 22 jump street and uh oh, okay. played boomer or whatever his name was yeah. but um yeah I, I loved overlord just the concept alone i love anything that really guys like kind of the uh nazi experimentation angle yep. um and then frankenstein's army was another yep. great movie as well but yeah i remember seeing overlord and, and i thought like it's such a good mix up of characters too um yeah i thought the yeah. the company of soldiers were great yeah yeah just even the whole scene and uh the other guy that was like the, the camera dude. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Mar- Marvel's Agents of Shield. Yep. He plays Fitz. Yep. Um, he was even great, even when he was like, even when he was turning uh, after they put the soldier. Yeah, just it's the creepiest transformation to when these guys are reanimated because yeah. they just like they snap their head back and break their collarbones and bones are sticking out and it's just crazy shit. Um, yeah, I thought the special effects were great. The makeups, what because a yeah. lot of it was CGI, but the makeups were great. I thought like the the head Nazi when he comes back looked gnarly. Yeah, gets um, half his face blown off, and yeah. he had a great yeah. voice too. Um, but yeah, I thought like it kind of reminded me of. It's funny though, it did remind me of Frankenstein's Army. It's like Frankenstein's Army made with a better budget and a more talented yeah. director. Honestly, like, um, uh, but I, I really thought like this movie should have gotten bigger kind of attention i mean it did it got a pretty fair amount of attention when it came out but kind of came and went really quick i felt yeah i felt like it had a lot of action right from the get-go which yep. is what i love i love about a good movie well and that, um oh. is that it, it stopped like it doesn't s- stop until the very end um pretty much once they get on the plane which is where they start there and that the sequence when they jump out of the plane if like the plane gets you shot and the, yeah. the plane's on fire i was like this that shit that whole sequence is incredible like it's like filmed really impressively is like yeah. like yeah when everybody lands they're in yeah. enemy territory bokeem woodbine's character um who's like the the, yep, the guy head, guy in charge he's like you all got a cigarette you krauts you know yeah. like it's very uh yeah very much what you would expect in kind of a war movie yeah. landmines a whole nine yards but that um, sequence was great. i'm saying it was yeah. a really good movie I'm, yeah. Like, yeah if you watch the first like 30 minutes of that movie you would think you're just watching a war movie war movie until they get in and they figure out kind of what's going on. Um, Even the little piece when you see her aunt and stuff, it's like, God, this movie yeah, is... Yeah, creepy as shit. It was a really good movie. Really good movie. I, I'm, I'm going to go buy it when yeah. I have a chance because I, I really want to own yeah, the I, support. Yeah, totally totally agree with you. It's it's on my list to buy. Like, it's I have a kind of a going list and, like, yeah. as I get a chance to, if it's on sale, like, I'll snatch it off on Vudu and, and put it in the, the list. And I almost bought it when it first came out and I was like, I, like, I want to watch it again one more time, make sure, like, it's one of those buyable movies, but... Yeah. My biggest weakness is like all these like Arrow re-releases and Scream Factory re-releases and 
uh, Vinegar Syndrome and all these like places that have been re-releasing like movies I I've owned three times over, but they come out with some new Blu-ray edition. And it's like of course Steelbook. Yeah, some Steelbook. Two extra seconds of footage. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> one one second of deleted scene on this one scene. <laughs> Two hour interview with the best boy. Like, yeah. Seventy nine ninety nine. Exactly. That's Limited right. time. Uh, what about you, That's Derek? Right. Did you what did you see this weekend? Yeah. This so past week? I I watched a bunch of movies too. Um. So the one thing I was desperately trying to track down was a documentary into the darkness, yeah, uh, which is like a four hour documentary. I thought for sure when it came out on the thirty first, like that it would be available for like digital. So I didn't put in a pre-order to buy it on like Blu-ray, and apparently you can't get it on digital. So I was really disappointed. So Same. I spent a good chunk of time watching like clippets from it, and watched a really great interview with Tom Atkins, um, who, who talked about the most awkward scene he had was in season of the witch, where the where um, they're in the hotel scene, and he's in the one room like banging his like the lead actress, but nice. in the next room is his wife, was now his ex-wife. Uh, who played the, the other woman who got her face eaten uh, in the motel. And I was like, well, that's your, that's your wife, and that's who you're in there with? And I'm like, well, that's awkward. And he's like, yeah, and you saw my ass. He's like, when I had an ass, but I don't have an ass anymore. It was, it was pretty funny. It's like Tom Atkins is just so matter-of-fact about it. And then I, I, was, I was telling Tank, uh, then they had an interview with Elvira. God, Elvira's gorgeous. Yeah. So, so we're, we're calculating. She's born in 1951, which will put her, like, right about 70 you would never know it at Holy at at all. Smokes. Gorgeous, Alfira. If you're listening, you're you're gorgeous. Uh, I mean, I've seen her in person. I've seen Cassandra. I saw her outside of the makeup. Um, unbelievable. Yeah. Like unbelievable. Um, she is. Yeah, dude. She's the all-time number one. And that's the thing is, I was actually funny that you bring that because all half of my social media this Halloween um, was I, I saw so many girls I know. On social media, go as Elvira, and it's attractive girls. Wow, that's 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 awesome, actually. Like every single one oh. of them, twenty-year-old like young right. women who are very attractive, but they just Fa- can't failed to live failed to live up yeah, to the there's something to, to the special original. about Cassandra Peterson. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. I and there, I mean, it's not just her personality. Are, and, there are two things that <laughs> they're well. Yeah, I, like, that's not go here. Anyway. Personality <laughs> and height. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And the hair. Yeah, and the, the hair. It's almost turned into an Elvira bit. I like <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yes. Again, yeah, she. I love Elvira. Um, I remember watching her renting the, like the videos that she had where she would do like the intro. Um, yeah. Um. Hey, speaking <laughs> of social media, mm-hmm. have any of y'all watched The Birch yet? It's a a horror series that Facebook created. The Birch. The Birch. So what about the like, the tree monster thing? I think so, I saw yeah. an advertisement for it. I did not watch the, the Facebook. Um, and the only reason I bring movie. it up, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, granted, if it's good or not, I haven't seen it. I'll probably watch it this week just so I can t- tell y'all how much I loved it. Then y'all can tell me it sucked. You know. <laughs> I'd watch it. Horror um, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually horror. Well, actually. Well, well, <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> no, I, the reason I bring it up is because I think it's really cool, you know, especially you talk about like special editions and all this stuff, especially with more online streaming, you know, which we are very familiar with here. Um, I mean, what do you think about stuff like that, like, you know, going on now as far as like, you know, different type of releases? Or even, even like that as well as, you know, um, much like Rob Zombie did, you know, the, mo- the the day the movie comes out and maybe a week later it's ready on demand. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. Uh, this is a huge conversation because 
the format release. There's such a weird thing going on right now with like films. Like look at The Irishman too. I mean, there's like a huge things where we're still trying to figure out digital release versus theatrical release and what's be- good and what are people going to see these movies and what's better for the movies themselves, which gets them more attention. Um, I personally love seeing horror movies in the cinema. I hope that yeah. never goes it's a, away. It's a, it's a different experience yeah. Yeah. altogether. It's like the best part, I think, of going to the movies myself is like is just the experience of it all, yeah. especially when it's a really great movie. It's a good horror movie. People are excited about it. You, know, you can hear people like the jump or laugh or, you know, it's the element of it. It kind of just adds a, a different layer to it. Watching in your home is fine. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, there are plenty, no, absolutely. Of, plenty of movies that are like, to me, they're probably not worth the price of admission. Everything you would pay the price of movies nowadays. Right. That are great to watch in your home. But there are ones that I'm like, I totally want to see that in the movies. And I'm kind of get disappointed when it doesn't come out in the theater that I can't check it or it's like such a limited release that like I got to go like 100 miles away to watch right. it. Um, but I will say this though, and I've brought this point up before. I grew up again, we talked about last podcast about 80s horror, like I was, I grew up on all of my favorite horror movies weren't released theatrically. They, you wanted to see them, you had to get to the fucking video rental store while they put it on the shelf before other people rented it. Oh, that's why I, for the longest time, I stopped collecting VHS a few years ago because it's, it's a night, that's the whole sub-genre, like it's a whole thing. Like the people who collect VHS are all, I, I want nothing to do with that scene anymore. But I used to say to people, like, the reason I buy VHS is, like, it's like owning a print of the film. Like, yeah. this is how this film was released. Yeah. This is, it wasn't released on, there was no, there's no, you know, 8 mil or 35 yeah. millimeter way. You're not going to the commentary or director's yeah. cut or anything like that. It's like, this is the way it was. And the way like, it was kind of intended to be yeah, released. Yeah. Like, especially for the videos that were shot on, those, the films that were shot on video. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I don't, I think it's depending on the movie. Um I actually was this... I've been dying to see The Lighthouse. I've been more excited about that movie than I think a movie's probably since um, Midsommar. Uh, I love The Witch, and I mean, I love Willem Dafoe, and the movie looked incredible, but I started watching it... I'll be honest, I started watching it streaming on, like, a, um, you know, watching a, uh, uh, you know, Put Locker's version of the movie. And then I got, like, 15 minutes in, and I was like, no, I, I can't do this. I want to see this movie in the real way. I, I've seen, like, when you're... When you're when, you're a parent with like no support. Like going to the movies is like one of the last things you get to do, which has been really a huge bummer for me. Uh, so I've had to watch a lot of like films for the first time streaming online, like you know, with like Czechoslovakian subtitles and people talking in the back. But because it's just like, hey, I want to see the movie, and this is the only real way I can do it right now. But like with the movies, I know I want to support a film like The Lighthouse, which is like an artistic statement, and again, it's not. Avengers Endgame, I, I want to make sure I see it in the theater or, or give it my money. Gotcha. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah, totally agree. I, I think, on a side note with that too, the biggest difference between when we were growing up watching VHS movies that didn't have theatrical releases were, the only reason they didn't have theatrical releases is really just because it was so much harder to do that. Yeah. And to your point, now people choose not to do that because they, they want to get more backing or money behind it or they want to make more money in revenue. Yeah. I think it's also a different element nowadays where everybody, it's way easier with everything digitally to make a movie than it was back in the day. Yeah. So now what you get streaming sometimes is like just horrible, horrible pieces of shit that, yeah, yeah. that would have never made it, like you would have never made it back in the 80s. Like, and we talk about 80s movies being kind of, they're, they're not always not great, but I think there's 
at least uh, a little more of passion behind it because yeah. it's a it's a labor of love in a sense because it takes more time, more effort right. to build it. Because uh, it's so easy to make a movie now. Yeah, yeah, but I mean now, like any any jackass can do a found footage yeah. film and think it's think it's amazing. Or people just take complete and total liberties with thinking they know what the audience wants to watch. And if you're doing it artistically, I think I think there's okay, great. You wanted to show your artwork. You didn't care what people thought yeah. so much. You just wanted to produce this piece of content, and now it's out there in the world. But you, then you get to those pretentious levels. It's like you're going off this, you know, quote-unquote blueprint of what you think the audience wants, and then that's when you get that bullshit. I think what, one thing that's killed, and I'm, I'm, I'm a nostalgia. I, 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 if something is, something is retroactively made to look like the 70s or 80s, something is, you know, set in that time period, I'm, I'm a sucker for it. The Stranger Things and all the, like, Summer of 84. I'll watch it because that's just, it, it hits me in a sweet spot. And, like, you know, I, I buy a lot of anachronistic things like records and VHS and stuff. I, I, am, I do have a strong connection to the past. But what seems to happen is these days, like, what's really, I think, killed modern horror a lot, especially, like, the wider spread stuff, the things you can find at Redbox, is a bunch of guys who were just trying to like recapture something from the past with adding nothing new. Right. We can talk about how like like sometimes like the eighties were kind of like the talent wasn't quite there. But like even like the movies like I talked about last week, things like the video Dead or Neon Maniacs, like, yeah, they're not great movies, but they're way more inventive and original than some fifty thousandth uh slasher that's just another like, hey, he's got a cracked baby mask or he's yeah. got like a creepy clown mask. It's like there's yeah. no, there's nothing, nobody's adding anything to the genre. They're just trying to regurgitate. Yeah, and I think that's what, okay, so kind of circling back to what we were talking about with Haunt, I think that's another thing that bugged me too is because it was the umpteenth time I've seen a movie just as Halloween that's taken place at either a horror, yeah. like a horror park or a circus or a carnival, and it's like, it's tired. I, and like, I agree with you. In fact, because like, even movies like The House that October Built and all these movies that had come out a few years ago, I had already was like, okay, well, that's been done. We don't need any more of those. That's why when even when Hellfest came up, I'm like, really? They're still doing this? But like anything, like, I always say, I'm so, I, if I see another clown mask killer, I'm going to kill myself. But then something <laughs> comes out like Terrifier, like Art the Clown Terrifier, where I'm like, okay, all right. It's not necessarily like what it is, but how you do... It. You know, like, it's not necessarily, like, the trappings of it. It's, like, what you bring to the table with those trappings. So, like, if you do something great, even if it has, like, a scary clown killer in it or if it's, a, uh, you know, like a haunted attraction, that's fine. As long as you do something good with it, I guess I'm fine with yeah, it. Yeah, I but. mean, there just has to be some originality that comes out with it yeah. instead of just being, like, it's a killer. We're in a haunted house. We have a bunch of pretentious, like, frat boys. Yeah. And then people people die and they were supposed to appreciate that. Like, there's just no originality behind it. And I get it. Nothing is ever truly original to the degree of, like, people are like, oh, it's so been done before. But everything's always been done before. Like, when you've been making movies for friggin' like, yeah. you know, you know, better part of 90 years, like, you're going to see things that are recycled. That's why we have archetypes and tropes and, and part of that. Nothing is ever 100% original that I don't watch and say, oh, well, like, I can't pull three other movies or books or something that I've read this in, but as long as it has its own unique spin on it, like, I'm okay with that. It's just when you see the same recycled stuff, that's... But but to that, too, I mean, I think over time, 
as more time goes on, I think that becomes in that margin does become thinner. Like it's, I mean, and and, and again, I, I don't watch a lot of horror movies, you know, as and, well as much as y'all, but I remember just going to the movies and watching like Paranormal Activity, you know, eight, you know, I'm just like this sucks, you know, this is boring, or you know, um, and just not being scared. Like even like even the Ring, I wasn't like too because I hadn't seen Ringu before, and yeah. I was just like. Why didn't you just leave it the way it was? You know. Yeah, I mean, that... I will say on a side note though, I did watch the uh, the new trailer for the Sam Raimi the uh, version of The Grudge, and it looked fucking awesome. Yeah, the trailer looks good. Well, yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah, I mean, again, to me, like, I don't. Well, okay, so when when um, Let the Right One came in, I was like. Blown away. I fucking love that. I think it's one of the greatest horror movies of the last 50 years. I think it's, it's, it's works on so many levels. This, like, it's so great. But I remember when I heard that they were going to remake the, the remake it in English, I was like, you know what? Like, people were like, boo, don't do it. And I was like, yeah, just read it. Like, you know, just release it. It's, it was just made. So, like, yeah, it's in a foreign language. But, like, I was like, just release the, you know, the first one. But then I was like, you know, no. I mean, it could be good. Like, like, I'll give it a shot. Like, you know, like, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'm not going to just poo-poo it. But I watched it. I was like, exactly what I was afraid was going to happen. Yeah. It was a soulless remake. They didn't add anything to it. In fact, they, and I thought, like, instead of cast, like, the casting of that movie, those two, the two kids, and they were, and let the right one in, um, were like, it was perfect. Because they were both weird-looking kids. The boy was yeah. very androgynous and, and kind of like, I mean, truly, like, um, uh, looked like an albino. And the girl was the same, very, like, androgynous herself. And, you know, like, but then they cast, like, Chloe Grace Moore. It's like, it's just like everything that I didn't want them to do is what they did in the remake. But I was like, look, like, or the, yeah, I guess it would be a remake. Um, but I'm like, you know, it doesn't necessarily, like, remakes aren't necessarily inherently bad. It's just, again, trying to, like, trying to cash in on something yeah. with, without bringing any sort of <laughs> uniqueness or originality to it. Like, yeah. That reminds me of that movie with, uh, uh, he was in Mighty Ducks and he was in um, Dawson's Creek. Not Dawson. Uh, pace yeah i know uh the the camera movie when the, yeah. the ghost was on on that that girl oh, goes on his back yeah, the whole time uh, yes and I, I was just like they're cashing in on that capture ghost kind mm-hmm. of deal like ring and all that other shit it was hilarious well that was like the whole phase of like americanized <laughs> japanese horror yeah, yeah. they went through every movie was like oh like there's an uh, angry asian ghost girl <laughs> Like there, I, I, I just I, the angry, angry Asian girl, uh, okay. ghost girl genre. That's, can, we, can we talk about this real quick though? Yeah, that reason. So, the which one was Nicole Kidman in, or not Nicole Kidman? Um, oh, it was the Ring, right? The Ring remake. Yeah. Um. So the, the oh Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts, thank you. And Naomi Watts is a fucking great actress, but the best sequence in that entire movie was the one sequence that wasn't in the Japanese ring, which was the sequence of the horse. The horse freaking out on the boat and then, like, oh, yeah, running yeah, off the boat. Yeah. That sequence is amazing. I guess it was, like, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was, like, either came up with at the moment or there, something inspired that scene. But that movie had nothing to do with the original Ringo, and it's the best movie in, sequence in the scene because it was something completely unique right. and scary in its own thing. Like, I, know, Yeah, I, I liked I liked. The remake of the ring i mean at least the first one mm-hmm. um it had an interesting element to it of like naomi Watts trying to protect her son that kid was yeah. so creepy yeah um, <laughs> anyways he looked like he was like an insomniac before the movie even started and then <laughs> and then afterwards but uh yeah i thought it was i actually thought it was pretty well done have you seen the original ringu yeah um 
actually didn't even mind too much like the remake of The Grudge either, though I think the Sam Raimi version will be way better, um, or at least I hope. I hope. But yeah, to your point, I mean, sometimes remakes are great, sometimes they're trash. Um, just depends on, you know, where you're going with it. Like we talked about the Dawn of the Dead remake, which yeah. is like very different, um, but yet very similar to the original. So like... I think my best example recently is the Suspiria remake, because first off, it got mo- people are going to hate that movie regardless because the Suspiria's like status is sort of like one of the most legendary horror films of all time. And I love Suspiria. I've loved Suspiria for a very long time. But it's not a perfect movie. There's things about it that are great, but the movie has some pacing issues and stuff. But the thing I loved about the remake was that they... First off, I think it's actually creepier than the original. I think there's sequences in there are like truly like haunting and terrifying. But the director was like, you know what? I'm going to throw everything that people are kind of expecting us to do with this Suspiria remake. Whether it was a color, like, you know, because again, Argento's colors in there are so vibrant and so unique that they went the opposite direction. But there's all these things that they did that I was like, were completely unrelated to the original that I thought were amazing. They took the basic premise and did something unique and artistic with it. That's what I want to see. Otherwise, you get the fucking, the uh, Psycho remake that was basically the same movie shot for shot with Vince Vaughn. And uh, Gus Van Sant is a great filmmaker, but that movie's trash. Why are you going to remake a movie shot for, like, it's yeah. like covering a song. The only covers that are great are like Devo's versions of Satisfaction, where it doesn't sound anything yeah. like the Rolling Stones. Yeah. That's what you should do with remakes. For sure. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, yeah, the Psycho, don't even get me started on the Psycho remake. It just, I, Hitchcock would yeah. roll around his grave if he wasn't already dead. Um, but there's also like original concepts that suck too. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. like, like Baba Duke. Like, it, it, it kind of takes everything from, you know, different, you know, it, it, of course, it, I, I say original, but it still has, like, that ghostly dad, con, you know, like, who's haunting us? Like, from the get-go, you knew who it was, and it just, it was a horrible, I, it was a waste of, like, 90 minutes for me. I like Babadook, I, I mean, I'm mean, to into it. It wasn't great, but it wasn't the worst thing I ever saw. What uh, really pisses me off about the, the Babadook is how the Babadook, it is a whole other subject, but, like, how the how the Babadook don't ask me how, but became like the icon for the GLBTQ community. Like, I, did I miss I, something in that movie? I, I didn't like, say I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hate that movie for that reason. No, no, I, I didn't. No, <laughs> I, I'm not saying I disliked the movie for that reason. Yeah, it's an afterthought. That I like, didn't know that. I didn't know well, that at all. I don't yeah, know. It's a joke because it, of. I remember how it got started. Yeah, I I had no problem with that. Actually, I think it's kind of funny. Um, I just I'm thinking like. But why in the movie, like, did I, did I fucking miss something here? Yeah. Like, it was just an online thing. Like, oh, the same way right. things happened. Well, that's you know what? Maybe it was a meme that I missed. Yeah, it was. But Facebook, anyways. you failed me. The podcast with two homophobes, but right. oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> just kidding. Just wow, her so bad. Coming from the guy who hates hot tension. I had nothing to do with her being a lesbian. I'm just kidding. Just busting your balls. But, but the Baba Duke always remind me of like the neighborhood, the, the neighborhood watch guy on that, on that side. I can yeah. see that. <laughs> that is true. I mean, I, he is. He's, I watching, then, he's like, watching under your bed. The, the, what was he? Baba Duke. It was like the, the weirdest. The, like the whole. It was horrible. The kid, everybody hates that kid in it, but the kid's supposed to be hateable. Anyways, but that was his, and like why was his dad haunting him? You know what I mean? Like, side so, note: Are you call, call, all caught up on Creep Show? I am. What did you think of the last, uh, the last episode? The okay, so the one with Monkey Paw, I like that one. The the last one was the one about the uh, the instant like fat removal. Oh uh, yeah, that was actually really <laughs> fun. Actually, funny. and it's got um, da- uh, 
not Dana, Dana Gould. Uh, yep. And I love him. He's a big horror fan. He actually made the documentary about Vampire that's really great. Oh, very and cool. And he's a, yeah, Stamp Comedian Dana Gould's a huge horror fan, so I always like seeing him pop up and things. I think he was the showrunner for um, that IFC show. Um, oh, God damn. I'm so, what is wrong with my brain? The, so I actually did this show with um, uh, McKin, uh, the, the badass funny doctor from Scrubs, the mean one. Don, oh, John McGinley? John McGinley. Remember the IFC yep. show? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Gould, anyways, was the showrunner on that. Um, Is it Stan versus Evil? Stan versus Stan Evil. Stan versus Thank Evil. You. Okay. I'm so, I apologize to our listeners. I've got to take Jinko Belova or something because <laughs> my, my, whatever part of my brain that holds names is just gone. It's gone. It's shot. Which is perfect for a podcast. This show is brought to you by Alpha Brain. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm get yeah. We need some sponsorships. We, we will. We'll, but we'll yeah, get anyways, there in time. But yeah, I, I really like that. Creepshow is killing it. Um, I'm very happy that, uh, you know, there's at least uh, one of the two every week has been amazing. Yeah, so. yeah, I know. I really like that. I'm glad they, I heard they renewed it for a second season, yep. so I was pretty stoked about it. You know, another movie that I watched um, this Halloween or like this past week was, uh, I fucking love this movie. It's hit or miss with some people, but I think it's absolutely hilarious, was Slither. Oh, it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, so great. I like uh, that movie. Yeah, yeah. James Mike, Gunn, man. He's yeah, sweet. Michael Roker also in it. Um, uh, Nathan Fillion. It's got the best cast. Elizabeth dude. Banks, Jennifer like Fisher. Yeah, uh, yeah, Pam from The Office. Um, yeah, your mama called, said uh, you did something with the toilet yeah. this past weekend, and she can't unplug it. You need to come out here. There was a lot was of tr- trees and the vines, and got in the septic tank. I was very upset that James Gunn was a. Uh, Married or just dating? I think they were married to yeah. for sure. Yeah. And then they broke up and I was like, ah, oh, this should be good. Damn you. Um, Pam. But yeah, such a such a great Jenna movie. Um, mm. Kind of reminded me of a little bit if you took like Society and Cram Day with Night of the Creeps like and put it all he together. He swears, James Gunn swears it was, it's not an homage to like Night of the Creeps. I know it wasn't, but like. But I, everybody's but like, bullshit. <laughs> Space slugs that go in your mouth and like get in your brain. Like, I mean, I guess we talked, we just said it a minute ago, like not everything is original. Yeah. It's not the only like it's not the only movie that ever had slugs that go in your brain, but, mm. God, but um, even the vibe of it, it was like so yeah. perfect. Like it was like yeah. that eighties era funny, but still like gross and scary and yeah. over the top. And yeah. Red, redneck backwards town. Exactly. Like, um, <laughs> and, and being from like Northern New England, like I was like, there, there are festivals like this that really happen. Like deer fest, uh, in this movie. I've, I've never personally been to one. Um, but, uh, mainly cause I, I, not a hunter and you shouldn't trust me with any firearm whatsoever <laughs> and blow my face off. Um, but still, yeah, it, it resonated, but yeah, I love that movie and it never gets old when I watch it. Um, like you said, the, the cast is amazing. The mayor of that town, I, I always forget the actor's name, but he's just the worst in this movie. It's like, Nobody backs McCready in the corner, you cocksuckers. Uh, I mean, anytime your mayor, anytime the mayor of the town says cocksuckers, he's like, "How? What? This is a great line of movie." He's like, "He's like, you can sue right with me. I don't care if you pack your box lunch." Like, and suing the fact that that she was uh, gay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, such such a such a great. Uh, Great group of characters. So that was the other one I, I watched as well. It's so depressing because, like, Nathan Fillion should have been, like, he should have been, like, the next big star. Like, he's so fucking likable. He's so funny. He's got, like, leading man good looks, but he plays against type. And, god damn it, Nathan, Nathan Fillion's, like, the net was, 
actually, should, if anything, should have been the next Bruce Campbell. I don't think he'll ever be as legendary, right. even with connections to like all of his nerd cred or whatever. Hey, well, you never know. They're doing another uh, Bruce Campbell's getting behind the lens and helping out with the next Evil Dead movie. Bruce Campbell, if you're listening, Nathan Fillion, get him in. Get I mean, him Nathan in with Fillion's the in. Uh, he's in the. He's in the new Suicide Suicide Squad film, so. He's got another probably bit part, but I mean, interesting. That's okay. I love. Yeah, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy too, which uh, he was under a ton of makeup in that movie. But nobody, nobody knows. He's that. also he was uh, on the prison. Play. He actually was supposed to play uh, Simon uh, Wonder Man from the uh, Marvel Universe, um, uh, the actor superhero Wonder oh, Man. Yeah. Um, Simon Williams. God, my name went my yeah. brain with names. But anyways, which we would have been perfect for, but he the uh, Marvel cut him out at the last yeah. minute, but. Assholes. Hey, you know what though? But yeah, I, I love that movie. So that was another one I watched. And awesome thing ever, I went to the gym. Everybody knows I usually go to the gym every morning, and they have cardio cinema. You get to play movies the and cinema room. The, cin- awesome. the cinema room, the best place to to work out and watch movies. And I I donate a bunch of movies all the time to them, um, so I can watch things that I like to watch. <laughs> Definitely self serving. <laughs> and when I first found out they did, it, I'm like, you guys have to do like a like a horror movie. Like on Halloween, you have to. And they're like, oh, I think we did something last year. And this year, they actually played the Halloween movie on nice. Halloween. And I was pretty excited. So I got to go work out watching the original John Carpenter Halloween. And I thought it was great. Well, you could like practice running from I was Mike. practicing running from Michael Myers. It's great. Who doesn't run? Did but you still, fall? Huh? Did you fall? I, was on, I hope not. I was on a treadmill. <laughs> I mean, you got to practice falling too. I practice falling over and over things that you can't see. You gotta like <laughs> film it though, so you can become a YouTube celebrity. That's I I should have filmed it a couple weeks ago, and the lady kept falling off the treadmill and then getting back on and forgetting it was on and falling off again. No, no, I'm not joking with you. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry for another. That's day. how I know you're not millennial because you would have taped it if you were a millennial. <laughs> I was I was just too busy. Like I, she fell off, got off the the other woman and I in cardio. It was pretty dark. Made sure she was okay. She was like, "Yeah, I'm okay," and then. Totally didn't shut it off. Got back on. I look back over. She's on the floor again. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I'm like, I didn't film it, but I'm laughing in this eye. I took a mental picture. Um, well, speaking but, of dark places, sir, yeah. uh, I know you wanted to talk about a haunted house. Oh, yeah, which is perfect because James watched Haunt. Yeah. And I was reading an article the other day about the, uh, it's like, McCready Manor. Yeah. Um, where so the guy plays. so stupid. <laughs> the guy pays. $20,000 to anybody who can finish it, but it's so, it's the worst. And I wanted to get your opinion on this because I, I love haunted houses. Me too. Like, I think they're fun. And to your point about the movie haunt, you know, the, the kind of the unassuming ones are always kind of more fun. Um, they have a great one here in San Antonio. Um, 13th floor. 13th floor, which I thought was a blast. I mean, they don't get it too much in your face. Um, well, here's the thing about that, just for the people that don't know, the McCreeny Manor or whatever it is. You sign a freaking waiver. It's like, 20, it's like twenty-four page. pages. It's eight, and you have to get a doctor's note, right? And yeah, you have to get a physical, a mental, like a mental test, and then a physical. Yeah. And then okay, so then you're in there. You have to be in there for eight hours, and they can do what pretty much whatever they want. They can pull teeth, cut hair, cut you, waterboard you, stick you in a freezer. Yeah, that was the thing that would that would, that would get me. Yeah, I guess they can make you. They force people to eat. Um, eat things that they like they don't know what they are yeah. and i guess there's a level of i think hypnotism somebody was saying that they they can hypnotize apparently there's a there's a poll going around to kind of shut this guy down um i think they had like sixty five thousand people or something that signed it to say this guy's like basically a glorified sadist that's like perfect he's got his own personal torture chamber under the guise of 
of a, of a haunted house entertainment, but he's actually featured on, if you ever watched the documentary, Haunters, the, uh, I was gonna the, say, the, the, the uh, art of, he the had art of scare. Uh, his original state he lived in actually yeah, did chase yeah, him out. They chased him out. Now they're chasing him out of this other state and they're like signing, they're like signing on to like get him barred. But he claims he's never hurt anybody, drugged anybody, any of that nature. But I, I can't imagine all the people that go through there and sign up for it. Nobody makes it through one time. Like you're not doing something you're not I supposed thought, to do. I think a few people have made it through, but it's not very common. Um, I don't think anybody did because nobody's got the twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, I think unless, the twenty because unless that's new. Yeah, because I think he's even ramped it up. Like, um, I would do it in a heartbeat. Like, um, the only like I don't want pulling my teeth or cutting my hair. Oh yeah, cut my hair. I don't yeah. care. Like, give me bald spots. Put my face in a dirty toilet. The bugs in the mouth, uh, but I just I don't pull my teeth, man. That's yeah. expensive to replace. And yeah, and I, I don't. I, I'm not a huge there, fan. Like, there goes your twenty thousand dollars. Exactly. You know what I. I dare you to try to fit me in a freezer. <laughs> that's that's what I try. But well, have you seen the pictures? That they, I mean, yeah. supposedly this guy was selling the tapes. Yeah, well, like, so that's was, the one thing is like, he was like super fond of watching the videos, which is where like. Well, when you say super the, fond, that's where the creep factor. Yeah. I mean, it was almost erotic. And he's like laughing really hard. And yeah. He's like, and he's like, he's like this big dumb man child looking dude. Like he's like this goofy like. He convinced his neighbor to do it like three times, and I'm like, and there's a point where I stopped feeling bad for that woman. Like, why do you keep going back? Like the third time, like, and, and she like had to seek like therapy, and I'm like, why, why do you fucking go back and go to his house? Like, you gotta print a mouse. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like, I think it's one of the scenarios too, where like, he like, for people that like are like, I'm not saying I'm some badass, but like, I, I've. It's fine. Like, I know in the back of my head, like this this dude's not gonna murder me because like, I don't know. I, you sign a waiver. If you die, you can't sue. Know. But again, like, you know, in the back of your head, like he doesn't want that, especially because it's on film. And I it's, like, don't know so about that. Like, I don't know if this guy but specifically it's where, like, think, doesn't like, want if that. If you pretend like you're, or if you act like you're not scared, he's just gonna keep turning it up. Yeah. And like, even you know, maybe he'll pull off your nipple with a wrench or something like uh, with a pair of pliers. Like, I, I feel I like know. I would like want to read through that that waiver with like a fine tooth comb. But every time like, I watch the videos of what the people let, have gone through, like, I'm like, oh, that's gross. But like, I'm like, it's not where's, like... Where's the clause that he, he can't do anything to me rectally? Exactly. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Yes. <laughs> like, dude, stay away from my bowl. That's right. That's, right. that's my have, booty hole. <laughs> I just, I, I just I thought I'm going to put it in your pants. Like, no! <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you see the people, like, even in that documentary, and I watch this YouTube yeah. documentary just about him specifically, too. <sighs> And it's like you see the people afterwards, and they do look fucked up. They look yeah. really like, and they're humiliated. In order for them to quit, they're like, "I'm a little bitch, yeah. and I quit. Yeah. I couldn't do it, and yes, I'm a little bitch." Yeah. I'm, and think of these like tough looking dudes going through there, like all these like. Well, I guess dudes. if I'm remembering it right, right, they you go to an undisclosed location and yeah. they put you in a van. Yeah, they put bags over your head. And they, they take you into an undisclosed zip tie location. Your hands, zip tie. And they throw you in the back of a van. That wouldn't bother me. That part yeah, doesn't no. doesn't bother me. But I was thinking about it in, in the terms of like of like haunts. Does this set like a precedent for somebody to like take it up a notch if this guy can get away with this level? Well again, of no, it's gonna take somebody who either gets seriously injured or fucking God forbid murdered or something or get you know, get killed <laughs> in this thing. That you'll see that backtrack or whatever. But the extreme haunt thing's been happening for like over a decade. Like yeah. I remember that first one that was in LA and then also New York, like the blackout room where like 
you could get tased and stuff. Like really? Yeah, there was like some serious stuff going on. Like tase me. Don't pull my teeth. That's yeah, right. that's the thing. Don't pull my teeth, man. That's the I've lost too bad to get. And it hurt. It just, and you have to go through that awkward one week phase of eating on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> but like I people are like, oh, he put his face in dirty toe. I'm like, well, whatever. It's just uh, I'll get I'll get a Stein. And get exactly. over it. Exactly. Like, Can I get some the gog- bugs in the mouth? Can I get well. some goggles? I mean, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. But pulling teeth is. And then waterboarding. Good. I don't know if I could deal with waterboarding. I'd be pissed. I'm kind of. I've always kind of. There's a weird. Yeah, I, I get it. Here, I mean, here's too. a weird thing I'm about to say. I've always kind of wanted to like. I'm not like some like masochist. But I've always kind of wanted to know what that feels like. Yeah. I mean, I've almost drowned as a kid. Like, yeah. this is seriously. Apparently, it feels like drowning. Yeah, so I'm like, I wonder if it's, but yeah, I don't know. It's I don't like, know. I just wanted to get your opinion on it because I was reading through it, and I'm like, I mean, I wouldn't personally do it just because it seems like a colossal waste of my fucking time, honestly, like, well, that's the thing to is, go I, through it. And like I don't two hours, I'd And do would it, he but. pay that, and that's the question, is like, would he pay that 20 grand if he made it through it? That's what I would also want to. That would piss me and off. And it's also like foreign payments. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, he pays you twenty thousand dollars, but just in like, McDonald's coupons and, and one thousand payments of twenty dollars. Yeah, twenty dollars exactly. each. Oh man, I'd be pissed. Like yeah, McDonald's coupons. So I'd have to punch someone. I'd, I'd I'd probably punch someone. Yeah. Like if someone's trying to mess. You know what I mean? Well, I like, think you're bound. I mean, the thing is, like, too. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. And the thing is, there's like three dudes holding you down, like. Like ex members of Slipknot, like exactly. <laughs> well, they are or just dudes that look like or, yeah. or or a machine from eight yeah. millimeter. Exactly. Yeah, God, that, I just watched that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Was it also in his haunt or too that like there was like there was complaints about somebody getting like too physical? Yeah, and he was like, oh, they're just a bunch of high school kids yeah. and like whatnot. But well, so there was another haunt. I'm trying to think what it was. There was another haunt, another extreme haunt, where some dude did get like physical and then they got beat up. Um, so like I guess he got he struck somebody who worked at this extreme haunt, but it wasn't even like a like an extreme haunt like like that guy. It was like a like a you know like on Halloween at like somebody backyard, but where they did it like really like crazy. But I think they they got into a fistfight and this kid got super like everybody worked there beating this kid down. That was like three or four years ago. So oh, I remember shit. that in the that's, news. People get really like people get crazy when they get scared. Like that's yeah. the thing is like people get amped up. Like if you can't do this stuff, don't don't go do it. Like don't get amped up. Like. I love, me personally, like, I love going through the haunt and trying to, like, figure out, like, where people are going to come out. Yeah. Um, I'm like that girl in Hellfest. I'm like, you're going to come out here and you're going to come out here. Last time we went to the 13th floor, there was a couple in front of me. And, um, like, when I would see the people that were going to jump out, I would just point to that couple because they were, like, really scared and they would, like, jump a lot. So that was the fun part for me is getting other people really scared. It's like... You know, it's, it's, it's funny because I don't get scared often. Like, like movies... Like since Cujo, I've never been scared since. <laughs> Maybe the strangers. The strangers actually kind of freaked me out in Hostel, but I don't get scared often. But I like it. But the only downside is like I scream like a girl, like <laughs> legitimately. I, I I do have a high pitch. Yeah, so like, scream. Yeah. Here's the thing is, well, that's what. See, that's the thing is, like for years. So I love roller coasters. Like I love I love haunted houses. And I love roller coasters. Unfortunately, I don't have a lot of people in my life who like either of those things. Uh, Until so, now. Till yeah, now. now. Yeah. Like I like I love roller coasters, um, but one thing that's like about haunted houses is like especially like the ones in California, it, there's so many people that go that it's not even remotely scary. I mean they're not super scary to begin with, but it's especially it's even less scary when you're chest to back with like ten people in front of you and you can see the people ahead of you getting scared. You're like, oh, well, that's no longer scary. Yeah, I just watched that's them right. scare the person ten feet, ten people up from me. So that's why like these extreme haunts and stuff were a little bit more interesting to me because like. You know, it's more interactive and 
Like, I don't mind, like, what's weirder to me, they have these, like, haunted, like, these extreme haunts. There's one in L.A. that's really famous where it's, like, like, they pretend to, like, have sex with you or, like, they, there's, like, an emotional, like, thing where, like, they, they, people, like, sit on your lap and, like, touch you in weird ways. And I'm like, it's, that to me it's, is... It's, uh, it's called the Champagne Room, people. Exactly. It's a Champagne Room haunted house. <laughs> really and you have to pay... Did and you, you have to, to pay extra. <laughs> yeah. You have to pay extra for it. I just want to let you know that. You got to sign a waiver. But don't touch the actors. They can only touch you. Yeah. That's um, awesome. That is... I've never heard... I've never heard of that. Because yeah. um, it's more... I think more... It's more of the mental fuck. Yeah. You know, they, 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 that screws with you. Yeah. And that's it is. Yeah. I'm like... Yeah. And there's the haunted houses. You have to go... You it's Everything's pitch black. You only have the le- the the flashlight and it's like they do mess up shit to you they're like these extreme haunts have been happening for a while that dude the Mac- the mccready manor though that dude like it's not even like a haunted house it's literally just a torture chamber yeah, yeah. And he gets i think that's what i think that's what bugs me yeah I, again i have nothing against extreme haunts um or haunted houses in general i i think they're great if you want to go to them go to them know what you're getting into but uh, this guy i don't know it just seems like you know here's a dude who just really likes fucking with people and so therefore he's created this like extreme haunted house i mean spending eight hours anywhere seems like a lot of, of work let alone like eight yeah. hours in yeah. this torturous uh Getting you know frozen and, uh, yeah just i just poop myself you said people constantly defecate themselves urinate themselves like I mean, eight hours, do you get a bathroom break in there? Because yeah, exactly. I would have to piss myself if I couldn't Especially go anywhere. Especially if you're, like, yeah. super cold and they're, like, yeah. dunking you underwater. Like, you're just going to let it go. Yeah, I mean, if I was but, being dunked in water, I'd probably piss myself to warm it up anyway. Exactly. So that's... But here's the thing is, at the end of the day, I don't... People are talking about, like, like, oh, it's like, just... It's like jumping, jumping in the pool. <laughs> you just pee yourself? No, the water is blue now. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know what? You might want to clean that out before you dunk the next person. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Um, but but I, I don't have a problem with, like, everybody's like, oh, he's a sadist. I'm like, well... People are paying. People are enjoying it. So like, yeah. people keep coming. People keep coming back. So I guess there was there was a, a a niche for it. I'd rather but... have them doing that than like abducting like teenage girls and stuff. Like... Well, we'll see what happens when the, ha- when the exactly. We'll, we'll see what happens when the haunt gets closed down. Exactly. <laughs> Be like popping up shopping. I mean, it'll just pop up shopping another town that that doesn't care. Um, but true. it was just interesting to me that like this is the one that people have the most issue with. But I mean. On the other side of it, too, you're, you're signing a waiver. You're saying you want to go through all this stuff. Like, if you have to go to a doctor's note and sign a 20-page waiver, like, how can you not expect anything to happen to yeah. you? Like, that's... Yeah. That's don't, just don't pull my teeth, man. Yeah. yeah, that, that, yeah that's, can you really do that? Is that part of, like, yeah. the deal? Like, you may lose teeth. That's but, fucked And up. they actually have the character's name in there. If, if uh, Dr. So-and-so and, uh, <laughs> if, DS... If Corbin Burnson <laughs> yeah. comes out... You're in trouble. Yeah, in the dentist room, you may or may not lose teeth. Well, also, don't they put like a bit? I remember in the video, like they have like either ball gags or bits, like a horse bit. I just, be, I just be pissed off the whole time. I mean, you know what? Anybody that's listening, a lot of people pay for that type of stuff these say, days. So, yeah. like, you could go there for free and maybe you walk away with some money if you exactly. prefer the ball gag or the horse bite. Yeah, I mean, but anyway, teach their own. Hey, the, hey, guys, as we wrap this up, I just wanted to ask you. Yeah, we're at an hour already, man. Oh, well, that uh, seems short to me, but... Okay, oh, well, you wanted to ask. I mean, well, yes. no, I just wanted to see if, what movies y'all are going to watch this week. Do you have anything planned at, at going to the theaters? Um, I want to see Dr. Sleep. That comes out. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you consider that... Do you consider The Shining a horror movie, or do you consider it more like a psychological, like, thriller? Like, you talking about Dr. Sleep? Well, I mean, The or Shining in general. Shining yeah, in Dr. General. Sleep. I mean, what, what do you... What I mean, The Shining's like? scary as shit. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, it's... I'm gonna go see. It. It's it's kind of want to see. It's definitely horror adjacent. Yeah. But. This guy. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, 
it's like I said, like next week I want to talk about horror. There's, there's like movies. ghosts and like yeah, I mean it's a I'll say it's a horror movie. Yeah, so I'm gonna I want to go see Doctor Sleep. That's a new yeah. one that comes out. Um, it's getting a ton of great reviews. Even like I have friends who are like diehard like hard critics, and I've heard nothing but good things, which is surprising yeah. because I guess they had an early screening on it on. Um, like either on the thirtieth or thirty first at the draft house, um, totally forgot about it. I thought it was actually coming out this week, but it doesn't come out no, until next week. Yeah. So, and I think you, I mean, James, anything? I would love to go see the lighthouse again. I'm really, I've been excited for that. Like, I think that guy, um, one of the most exciting, like, you know, presence, presences, pre, mm. pre, presence. He's one of the. He's an exciting filmmaker to watch. Is so uh, so far. He has an exciting presence about him. Sure. Um, I'm going to ask you, James, what, have you seen previews for the new, um, Black Christmas movie that's coming Somebody out? Somebody just asked me, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then I saw it online. No, I haven't seen an actual, is there a trailer for it yet? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's been out for a little while. It comes out in December. But is um, it like on a streaming service? No, it's going to come out in theaters. Oh. Yeah, it's got, uh, it's got like, uh, Carrie Always. Um, it's yeah, got I- right. Imogen Poots. Um. Yeah, it's got a couple like couple bigger like mm-hmm. actors, but yeah, it's supposed to come out at, in the theaters. <coughs> so um, weird that like you've had that movie remade twice now. It so if, watch the preview and let me know what you think because it doesn't look like it has anything to do with the with, with the original. Oh, I did see the trip. Yeah, I'm wrong. I it's did like see the trailer. It's like sorority girls versus frat boys. Yeah, Christmas. it looks it's nothing. Like secret society. It's it, like a skull. It's a Bloomhouse film, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it looks like a fucking um, Bloomhouse film too. <laughs> Ah, yeah, I was like, I'm sorry, I did see the trailer, and I was like, what the fuck does this have to do with Black Christmas? Like, It doesn't. I doesn't. think it's literally just the title alone. I think it's one of those movies we talk about where it's like, has nothing, it's like it's like Prom Night 2. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, it's gotten a title. Yeah, I just remembered I saw that one. Yeah. It looked good. You it know? Just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean like, I'll the, watch the, it. The I mean, Christmas I, killer I think, guy looked cool, I yeah. guess, but. I, it's supposed to be. wasn't there. I don't know. We'll I, see. If he doesn't have Billy and he doesn't live in the attic, I don't. I don't. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not black. It's not black Christmas, in my opinion. But um, I'm very sad. I was gonna buy it. There was a company just did a limited edition Black Christmas hoodie. Ooh. And I was gonna buy it, but I'm too poor. That's. Wah, 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 yeah. Wah, wah. Someone horror sponsor movie. us, so horror, James horror can get us a hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. Horror movie hoodies are expensive, though. Like yeah. I always see that, and like the baseball tees, like, yeah. um, yeah, are, are kind of pricey. You can get the normal black tees, pretty expensive, inexpensive, but. Like get the higher quality well, ones. Well, the thing is, like, like you, there's like there's cool sh- apparel, especially because, I, like I said, I do a lot of this stuff even in like sort of as a side job. But there's a lot of like places that have affordable horror related merchandise, but a lot of them like the, and they're, you know, good quality. But like freight rags and stuff, where it's like thirty dollars for a t-shirt. It's yeah. like that's crazy pants. Yeah. But there's all these boutique places popping up. I haven't ever heard someone say crazy pants in a long time. I say crazy pants all the time. But it, it is, it is kind of crazy pants. I love it. <laughs> oh. I love it. We gotta be, yeah. we gotta make it a thing again. Okay. It's yeah. crazy pants. Yeah, we it, need some apparel ourselves, yeah. guys. We need and to... we were, we were also talking about this earlier before we we started up the the podcast. But I was I was just sharing a, a tidbit of a, a TT, TTD, uh, or TTB. D-D-D. Whatever a DTB, yeah, They're not not a DDT. Taking. That's wrestling. That's, right. that's, um, that's Thursday, exactly. folks. But I was <laughs> I was talking about we had talked about Summer Party Massacre like a couple podcasts ago, and we were talking about yeah, it's it's full of, like gratuitous nudity and it a lot of a lot of murder and uh, butt shots. But um, fun f- fun fact that um, the writer and the director of that film are both female, and one of them is a very well known 
um, like feminist writer, yeah. uh, which I did not realize. Um, I always re remember that it was produced by Roger Corman, and I always thought, well, Roger Corman, you know, I'm not surprised that boobs in, in uh, Blood in It. But I just watched kind of this little like kind of clip it about it um, through another like another um, YouTube video that I watch, uh, the Kill Count, and they just did Summer Party Massacre as part of their kind of weekly regimen, and it was great because they were talking about how like yes, it has like a lot of people don't think it's like very feminist or like empowering to women, but uh, the writer was like, hey, you know that's what like that's in that time what's sold in the industry, and like if you want to get your message out there, like then you have to go ahead and you have to kind of go along with that, but it doesn't mean you can't have, like, subtle uh, subtle messaging. And the thing it. is, like I said, it doesn't, it, it's pretty much, you can see this, the satirical nature of it, especially, yeah. like I said, we talked about even on the podcast, like, the killing weapon is a giant, yeah. phallic-looking girl. Yeah, like, and he literally, at the end, gets it cut off yeah. <laughs> with, with a butcher knife, which cut through, cut through that giant, like, no. that giant drill, but... It did, and that is also like very much like meta metaphorical, metaphorical as well. Yeah. What I thought was really cool about that interview was, and I think that kind of speaks, it resonated with me as a horror fan, is the the idea that like just because you you like horror or you produce something or watch something, like doesn't necessarily mean it always like aligns with your ideals. You know, I hear that a lot. Is like, oh, like how can you? you know, I think people think that horror fans are just because you like things that have blood and guts and like. You're a murderer. Yeah, you're like you're like you this like a, a sociopath, and I was like, no, that's not true at all. Like, I would much rather have like mis misguided views on murder than like the travesty that is like romantic comedies, which is like totally, in my opinion, irrespons that, irresponsible. That's so well put. Yeah, um, I think you you know you take something like a romantic comedy, which has like all these unobtainable relationship stuff in there, versus like something about murder. Or like mayhem, which like, yeah, over, everybody over the, dies, but it's yeah. way over the top. You know, it's over the top. Like for the few people that I, I think of, all the people that they try to peg, like, oh, this person legitimately really murdered somebody, and they say it's because of horror movies. How many people out there are in fucked up relationships because they watch one too many romantic comedies? Like, way more than people that murdered people because they watch horror mm. movies. Like, which is the lesser of two evils in my Preach. opinion? So. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, the I mean, there's been a million actual studies done that the majority of people who watch horror films are usually like pacifists. They're usually like sensitive people, and that it's like an escapism. It's a way of either a lot of people who have who start watching horror movies also come from like have like a lot of like had really bad nightmares as kids, or like so in a way like they got into horror films almost as like a uh, way of like owning their fears. Yeah, kind of like a like a what do you call it a. So version therapy, like yeah, where you, exactly. like yeah, where you are uh, exposure therapy, exactly you're exposed to it. So I didn't know it's not a horror movie, and I apologize. No, you're fine. Uh, but there was like that big old like they made a big old puff about it about Joker, mm -hmm. you know, and like how it, how irresponsible it was to release that movie to people that are going to get ideas to to maybe maybe copycat him, you know, mm -hmm. and that's kind of like the same deal. I mean, I ha I'm actually going to go see it tomorrow. I know I'm late, but like. When y'all saw it, or if, if y'all saw it, did y'all catch that vibe at all? No, I mean, I think... And, and when and, and do and do movie... And do content creators of any kind have a moral responsibility to to hinder some of their, you know, their ideas to, to protect modern society? No. I don't think so, no. No, yeah. I think, like, you're a psychopathic... All the... And again, I, even when the came out, you're like, 
they could even that filmmakers could have glorified it in a way that could have given. There's a whole thing right now with incels and all these people who right. these like angry young dudes who are committing all these acts of violence. They they're looking for some sort of support. They're looking for some Something signifier that, yeah. that says like they're right. So there, you could have taken that story. It's already been proven. Like, uh, damaged minds are going to find inspiration anywhere. So like, if it's not the Joker, it's going to be the next yeah. thing. Like, you can't... wasn't like yeah, wasn't like John Hinckley read Catcher in the Rye right. yeah. and like, and use that as his motivation right. or like was a people say it was a motivating force for him to like assassinate somebody. Yeah. Like, it's really not true. I mean, I think people have been doing fucked up shit for eons. Yeah. Without movies or cinema, like I mean, yeah. that's people just use it as an excuse. Their, their psychosis is going to find inspiration somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, like, as an artist, we can't like I censorship and all that shit makes no sense. It's like I hate it. You, you have to like let artists be artists. Again, like if the art if if the art itself is damaging or putting out a message, a, a moral message that we don't we collectively all say isn't right or whatever, then we have a right to speak up. But the art has to speak on its own terms and like well i think i think either way you have a right to speak up about it if you don't like it for whatever yeah. reason but to 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 condemn it or to cancel it now you know and to, and, and to condemn the person the creator of it I, th- I i think that's morally morally irresponsible well and that's the thing is i think like there's this big thing with like young people um, who feel like disagreeing with ideas the only way to combat disagreeing with ideas is to not let those ideas be heard right when that's been proven to be ineffectual, the only way to, to combat ideas you don't agree with is to meet it on, on equal ground and have a discussion about it, like debate it, yeah. have a, a, like a contest of thought. No one wants to do that though. Yeah, they, they just want to yeah, get you moan and up. yell at you and, and cancel you. Yeah, which yeah. is like I I'm, like there's certain things like you know like racism and homophobia and there's like tons of things that are like like we should abhor like as yeah. a society yeah we should abhor that like we yeah. should say that's not yeah. acceptable but at the same time you have to like shutting that stuff out just gives the people who feel like who have who maybe align with those thoughts Validation. feel like the victim yeah. and they feel like they're validated like we're being shut up we're being no you just have to hear those opinions go that your opinion is wrong uh you're you're morally wrong and we don't want any part of that and that's how you defeat those thoughts yeah. but i mean eventually we'll i think that's the yeah. thing like I, we talked about before I love Roman Polanski films. I fucking I think Roman Polanski is one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. Me too. Terrible person. Right. We collect. Yeah, we talked about that with uh, the yeah. Jeepers Creepers. Right. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers. Creepers. Silva love Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Not so one of the greatest characters of all time, but I do like the. Yeah, no, I, I, I like. I, yeah, I like the. I like the original. Like yeah. I saw it in theater long before I knew. He's like a creep. The, the creep. Um, he's a he is a creeper. He's um, a Jeeper creeper. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's the whole idea that you can you can point fingers at people. But you have your rights, you wrote you, the burning, and I love that movie. You, I mean, that's and that's the whole point I always try to make is like, if you dejected every single movie that Harvey Weinstein had an involvement in, and or like a back end like financial gain for, we would watch nothing. Yep. Yeah, and that's the whole point is like, you know, watching something or viewing something or reading something is absolutely your right. Like yeah. nobody's gonna put this stuff. I would hope in like the educational system where you're required to like to read it. But if you turn on your TV and you don't like what you see, you have every right to just shut it off and That's not right. watch it. Yeah. Um, versus like making a sink and boycotting it. Like to your point, like there are things like you know homophobia and racism and you know uh, euthanasia of people with disabilities and things like that. All that stuff. Like yeah, there's always people that are going to create material on it. We don't have to watch it as a society. We yeah. can we can choose not to. It's not like I'm 
walking down the street and somebody's forcing me to read you know radical racial pamphlets yeah. like tell the guy to fuck off and yeah. just keep walking like um same thing with movies like you don't have to you could not like something james i may not agree on the movie haunt as, as a light example of that i could appreciate the fact that he likes it i'm sure he could appreciate the fact that maybe I'm, it's not my favorite movie but nobody's making me go and go back to watch that movie yeah, right for sure so I'm, I'm on the same token though i will say though that like Again, I do believe you have to separate the art from the artist. I, I, I've always believed that because, mm-hmm. like, almost all great artists of some kind have been terrible people. People idolize Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray as an actor and as a comedian, but there's some stuff in that dude's personal life that's very, like, yeah. uh, unacceptable. Yeah, Chevy Chase does not stop me well, from Chevy watching. Chevy Chase is just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but I still doesn't I love, stop me yeah, from watching I the vacation movies. I mean, and that's the thing is, like, if you dig into anybody's life enough, yeah. you're going to find things in there that you're not going to like. Yeah, but my, having the, said that, yeah. though, I do feel like as a community... I still like the Cosby Show. Once, <laughs> once we find <laughs> these things about... That's good. <laughs> once we find these things out about people, like about Roman Polanski, about Bill Cosby, about Harvey Weinstein, everybody who, like, the industry has every right to go, no, we don't want to, like... The market decides yeah, the market. Yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah, yeah, and like we don't want to work with you. We don't want to support that. And that's also totally fine too, because that's we live in a democracy. Yeah. Um, you know, my thing is just like I will never not love Rosemary's Baby. I don't. I can't yeah. not love that movie. Does it? You know, knowing about Roman Polanski as a person make that hard? Yeah, but at the end of the day, like when I'm watching it, I'm not like you know, especially now because I'm not given to doing any of my money. I'm just owning a copy of one for years, but. But there is, there is that moral argument as like supporting artists who do terrible things versus like em, enjoying the art and separating the artists from the artists. I mean, that's a big discussion. But I will say, like, the one thing I do like about the horror community, to kind of tie it back into what our podcast is about, though, is um, the majority. I'm surprised because again, I think a lot of people look at the horror community and go like, "Oh, like they're all like psychopaths." And like, you know, there's a big. I have this big problem. There is a big contention of like tryhards and edgelords in the horror community, but they're not as prevalent as you would think. Yeah. And even like when Jeepers Creepers thing came out, when it really when the part three came out, were there people going like, "Who cares? This is a horror community." There was a few of those, but I was shocked that the majority of the horror audience was like, "No, that's unacceptable. I don't want that dude's movie. Like, fuck that yeah. dude and fuck his you know child raping ass." And like, um, they didn't want any part of it. And I was like, kind of proud because the, collectively yeah. they stood up yeah. and I was like, "No, like that's unacceptable. Yeah. I don't want." To yeah, I mean, that. I think any article I've ever seen about Victor Silva mm-hmm. or podcast or anything like that, it always starts off with, "Hey, we don't condone, you know, we don't condone what he's done in his personal life. We may not like him as a as an individual, and you know, but we're going to talk about the movie." You know, so, yes. but and, and I was listening to a different podcast actually. Shanae, who works with us, uh, she has a video game podcast, and they were talking about like voting with your dollar, mm-hmm. yeah. and so. So then, yeah, I don't like this person, but then what about the sound engineer? What about the actors? Yeah. What about the costume designers? What about the interns? Yeah, I, I think that, like, I can understand that, but at the end of the day, like, if the creative force behind something, whether it's Harvey Weinstein or Victor Silva, is a to- terrible piece of shit. That, that is, that, that's how the cards fall. In a way, like, if, especially if the, 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 like, and look, I have friends in the industry, my best friend that he's, he's in the, the film industry and the television industry, you gotta find jobs when you can get them. But if you if you go to work for a fucking Victor Silver yeah. or Harvey Weinstein after you find that shit out, yeah, that's I don't feel bad. For yeah, you. I think there's there's two two edges of that, right? Like there's the people that were part of that before they knew like yeah. what was going on, and then there's people that continue to work in that industry afterwards. That that's a choice. I mean, that would be like because you can't control what somebody may do. This isn't Minority Report. You can't figure yeah. out what people are doing are going to do twenty years from now. Um, so I think that's the hard part. Is like the people that were on. 
Rosemary's Baby that worked really hard, Mia Farrow and everybody else, like, you know, you can't say, well, you should have known that a couple of years later or whatever, that Roman Polanski mm. was going to do this and flee the country. Of course. You so. can't. You can't be on Jeepers Creepers and say, now, I will say, I don't know about Jeepers Creepers because of the fact that I don't know when he was arrested for that stuff. So I don't know, like, well, he, there. So I guess he was accused of it on the set of Powder, which was... Yeah well before Jeepers Creepers, but it yeah. didn't become public knowledge until after the second one came out yeah. because I think he was finally tried or, yeah. or whatever for it. But yeah. um, So, I mean, that's a difference. Like, that's different. But, like, when you sign up to do Jeepers Creepers 3, hey, you know what? Like, now now you know. It's public knowledge. You can choose to do it or not. You can want to continue that franchise because you believe in it. But, like, you're inevitably funding the machine that is, like, yeah. going but, back to him. And in the, just, just asking it one more time with that knowledge, with that being said... So the sound engineer that couldn't find work for whatever reason on, on eight different movies that he you know applied for you know with the guild, and that's the one he gets accepted for. That's still on him. Kinda. I mean, at the end of the day, like I, same thing. Like I don't want to overconflate this argument, but the same thing like with the Nazis. Like there are people in the Nazi party who didn't believe in what Hitler believed in, but it was because you know gotta eat yeah well it was it was like hey it was kind of expensive it's your, it your culture but are you at the end of the day are you morally responsible for taking that stand with that awfulness yeah. kinda life is hard man yeah. you're not always gonna win like and sometimes you're gonna be yeah. you're gonna have to compromise your morals yeah. but I agree then 100% at the end of the day you're also responsible for yeah. that decision so I just I just like to play devil's advocate yeah. on that question and I, and I think like to, to the what the overarching point of kind of the conversation is is that the people in the horror community, we, we do have a we do have a moral compass. Sometimes I get the occasional like, oh, you still like horror movies? I've been growing out of that. Like, that's a common common question. Um, and and I, hate I, that I and, and I appreciate that. I, you know, I, I understand the context and where it's coming from. But like, I, I'm never gonna outgrow my love of horror movies. And I, honestly, I feel horror is the one genre that is like, maybe not always in representation, but I think in general is like pretty diverse because it doesn't matter if you're black or white or fat or skinny or tall or short or disabled or not disabled like when you got a maniac killer coming for you you're fucking dead like it doesn't matter doesn't matter like death is coming for you regardless of like who you are at the end of the day so i think that's like that's more way more diverse than you see in a lot of other like genres that are out there and the fact that it has a community to begin with is amazing i mean there's like what sci-fi disney and then horror i mean what else i mean Maybe kung fu movies, but like the the well the thing I mean that in this day and age there's fandoms for everything. But the one thing is like I've I've been around this for a long time, and the one thing I've always loved about horror fans is like they're like so like again I, I managed a comic book store for a decade. I know about and I'm I have a tendency to be a little bit snobby myself. I know you guys are shocked to hear that. Uh, that's right. What? Still, but um, <laughs> we still love you. you. But um, but the thing I've always loved about the horror community is they're just happy to have like. If you meet somebody who's excited, like especially with music, like in like whether it's you know any kind of music, punk music, metal music, whatever, um, people can get real snobby and like be really judgmental. But the horror community is just happy to have you. Like, exactly. I've, I've always like, oh, you like even if it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. one of the most well known, most yeah. the, like, oh, you like Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I love that movie. They're so excited. They're they're so enthusiastic about the community that they're not judging you. They're just happy yeah. that you know it. Yeah, and, there's like, there's a couple like I don't know if you see this on like if you're like part of any of the groups on Facebook. Um, I'm a social media and I have a tense relationship, but, um, but I am on Facebook and I, and I do, um, I am part of a couple different horror groups. And that is the one thing that I will say is like when people post shit that is like not appropriate on there in the horror community, like or like trashing somebody else. Like I know a lot of people like on some of the groups, um, 
you know, Little Circus is a, is a group a part of, and they, a lot of people do their own effects, like makeup, and they'll post it and say, hey, how does it look? If somebody gets on there and is like, that's a piece of shit, like, Anton Sugar. Th- there is, there like, is like 20 other people that are like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, you know, Just, say it looks good, or like, do this differently, or I would use this. Be constructive. Like, yeah. Be constructive, but um, like, don't trash on people. It's the same thing when people post things that are like, you know, again, like, really misogynistic or, like, just really nasty. The odd people jump in and be like, hey, like, get, get that bullshit out of here. Like, we don't want any part of that. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a good, to your point, I think people are just happy to be in that group because I think a lot of times, like, diehard horror fans can sometimes be, we come from the vein of sometimes being, like, outliers or, yeah, like, or, or loners. Yeah. Like, in, like, so to have a community that, like, hey, like-minded yeah. people, appreciate that. I mean, I literally, some of them, are my, like, the nicest people I've ever met. Um, I've come from the horror community, and, you know, like, they, you know, like, at the end of the day, it's like anything, like, if you're excited about something, especially something like, I do feel like horror's had this weird renaissance in the last couple of years where it's become way more popular than it used to be. Um, conventions have, like, every year, all the conventions are having bigger and bigger turnouts. Yeah. And feel oh, like yeah. That. But for the longest time, like, man, like, if you're passionate about something, you just want to share it with somebody, and the horror community is no different, man. They just want, like... It's nice, yeah. But, at, you know, one thing I will say, though... To talk, I, I had not as much on social media as much as I used to. I use Instagram a lot for like art and stuff. But um, one of the things that honestly was the VHS community because it became such a first off like a lot of negativity. They talk shit on each other. They think collecting VHS sort of makes them some sort of badass edge lord. But but the thing is like what so I used to call do being is, call being a hoarder. Just yeah. Like, what the thing is, it became kidding. like anything. It was just exploitative of like they were doing it as like. To, for profit, and I would be going into these bitches like, oh, did you have you seen Microwave Massacre? Like, what? No, I don't. These movies are terrible. Then why are you spending all this mind, money and effort to like own these films if you don't? Yeah. It's because it's cool or because you can make money off of it. Yeah. Like, get out of here with that bullshit. Go blog about it on your typewriter there, bro. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not you, them. <laughs> the VHS right. guys. No, <laughs> I was gonna say you played it on your on your vinyl, but I have vinyl, so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The vinyl uh, community is interesting yeah. too. Yeah, yeah same. It's like, it, yeah. Look, I, 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 I make fun of a lot of these stuff, and I'm the same way. Like, you know, like yeah. I yep. think here's the thing. Like, is you, like, I, and I think you're the same way, James. Is like, if it's a horror movie, unless it's like completely, completely terrible, or like maybe just not, because there are some I'll shut off. Not that I don't like them, and just not hold my interest at the moment. But like, I'll pretty much watch anything that pops up. Like, but, I have a fond appreciation for the, for even some of the the. The shit ones that like yeah like, right, that's what I'm saying even yeah. if you shit on it yeah. and I think it's yeah. fun to have those discussions with yeah. people and with other other communities it's like you like that I don't want to yeah. fuck I don't talk yeah. to you yeah. anymore like it's I don't like, think Thanks Killing is gonna win an Oscar yeah. you know <laughs> but I, but I still appreciate like Jack Frost not the Michael Keaton one yeah. um you know I mean it's it's movies like I that still like, get those two confused yeah all me the time. too like or I say like have you seen Jack Frost like oh, I love that movie it's so cute I'm like. Really? Because no. I think he rapes somebody in the shower. Like, I mean, he's like, Michael Keaton? No, all right, we're thinking of the wrong one here. Um, I mean, yeah, those movies are not, like, they're, they're not award-winning, but I think that's the fun part of it is you, you can have the ones that are award-winning or really high quality. The other ones that are trashy, I think it gives you a spectrum of things that you like and don't like about yeah. it. Well, that's the thing is, too, because on the opposite end, there's a big segment of the horror community that will meet any, like, you know, all of your Midsummers, your uh, Hereditaries, your It Follows, like, shit all over it. That's not real horror. That's not real horror. Like, fuck you. Like, if, I loved Hereditary. Those are, I mean, the thing yeah. is, like, they hate, like, I forget what they call them. Not hipster horror, but there's a name for, like, these. <laughs> like, bougie, bougie horror? Yeah, like, like, but they're not real horror. Like, fuck you. They're just as real horror yeah. as 
Death Ship or you yeah, know, Repo like, the uh, Genetic Opera. Well, it's that's, <laughs> nobody say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I mean, I think it's like you could have that. Like, see, like for me personally, I didn't like Hereditary. I did like Midsommar. You know, like um, I liked the Lighthouse. I wasn't a huge fan of the Witch. Like, I think you, <laughs> James, you just threw me away. I didn't say I hated it. I just it took a while to get used to his uh, directing style. Um, though it did take place, it was supposed to take place in New Hampshire, and that yeah. was where I'm originally born. So, but I think yeah, you just can't shit on that stuff. Like it's just well, part, it's it's like part of the experience, man. Like you don't get to decide yeah. what is or is not horror. Like if it's yeah. James, James is the only person that gets to decide that. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, I get to decide. That. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's definitely not Gremlins, but <laughs> get it. But yeah, I mean you, you'll yeah, some people will say like oh like That's the so well actually, the, the Soska sisters mm-hmm. are are like you know are too over the top, right? And then you'll have other people say, like, oh, it's not, like, thoughtful enough. Or, like, you can't like your Tom Six's human centipede. Yeah, it may not be your vein of horror that you like, but it doesn't make it any less no, just yeah. be, just because you don't appreciate it. And that's what I was going to say, too. Like, like I make fun of you because, like, because you – it's my only existence because you know way more than me. <laughs> <laughs> so it, – it, but it's – but ultimately, like, it, it – like, hearing other people's opinions and knowledge and actually – being around people that have been around the community more than longer than I have, I mean, I've had little spurts of it, you know. Um, it's incur- it's fun, and it's like, man, I can't wait to hear what he says next. And that's what goes for both of y'all too. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, I'm I'm one of those people. Like, even if I don't agree with you, like, if you can explain to me why you like something, or if you have your reasons, right on, man. Like, yeah. I might not agree with you, but like, especially if you can put yeah. into thought, like, why you like something, like, mad respect. I mean, at the same time, like. Somebody, I had this conversation probably a year ago online about somebody who hated fucking Season of the Witch. I'm like, why? Well, because it sucks. Okay, well... Well, that's not... Well, well that's not a reason. Why does it suck? Because it's boring. Okay, what about it is boring? Like, is it... It's like, yeah. have a have a, a an intelligent well, thought in your head and we can have a right. discussion. Otherwise, like, I just... I, I can't. I, I can't respect your opinion if you can't verbalize no, it. Because you know Michael Myers in it. And that's at the end yeah. of it. That's really what his yeah. argument was. So. All right. Well, that's a more legitimate argument to me than the, just that it's boring. Yeah. But right? nobody. I mean, again, there's one thing is I've, I've discussed this many times. A lot of things I love, like things I I hold true to my heart: horror movies, heavy metal, uh, wrestling, comic books. The vast majority of people who are also into those things, I don't really want to have a conversation. With. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to have two of those conversations with you, Mr. Yes. James Every week, Dean. Yeah. I feel like I get, I'm going to come to a wrestling podcast. You I have, have to. I have to learn more Please about wrestling. Please come to the wrestling. Oh, yeah. man. It's just fun to make fun of Tanner the whole time. <laughs> I feel like I can learn. I feel like I would be in your boat in the wrestling podcast. I don't know a huge amount about wrestling. Yeah, so. I see. I feel like that's like my domain. You know, yeah. I'm like, all right, what do y'all got to say? You're wrong. Wrong. That's right. <laughs> That's, Fun times. That's wrestling adjacent <laughs> trash. What I like about you, Tank, though, is that because uh, all of the stuff, like the natural disaster, like there's like, all these touchstones that I love about wrestling that these kids don't. These fucking marks. These kids don't care about unless it's Will Ospreay doing <laughs> ninety thousand flips. Exactly. Uh, uh, and then me and James are like get the fuck a out of here. Seven twenty. Okay, you're all, you're all losing me. Can we go back to horror now? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, just kidding. But yeah, I guess that's a close, but, yeah, right? but, but that being said, you know, honestly, like. Um, I've been thinking about this all day, and I, I, I said it, I said it on a Facebook post. I just want to, you know, this this new platform that I'm on, I'm on that I made when I made the switch from SoundCloud over to Spotify and iTunes. It's such a, an insurgent of more people, triple, quadruple the amount of people listening to this show, 
And it wouldn't be possible without you, Derek, and you, James, and of course, you know, the Stable of Studs podcast guys, Adam and Tanner, uh, your brother, Mike, Joe. Uh, I mean, all those guys have really contributed. Even though they, they've never been on the show, they've, they've contributed in, in some, you know, small way. I just want to really say thank you. Like, from the bottom of my heart, like, I would never have imagined, like, my podcast would be from East Coast to West Coast, Czech Republic, yeah, Russia. Six, hey, yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, Mother Russia, um, yeah. for listening to us. Um, I just, just want to say, uh, just want to say, Menya Zavut, Derek. That's, that's it. My name is Derek. My, my name's uh, Boot Sal. That's right. <laughs> that's right. No, but, but honestly, I, I just want to say thank you again. Um, as we, I mean, I mean, like it just—it's growing. It, it's really growing into something, as far as like our own community of, of different things. And I know, like my my you know this umbrella of the you know quote unquote Tank Rodriguez show, like it has a lot of things. It has wrestling. It has me talking by myself, which is weird. And then of course the horror show. Um, but I just love doing this with y'all, and and I'm I'm excited about this episode that yeah. we finished up here. Um, but uh, again, thank you. But I just want to make sure. I give you all the opportunity to send it off properly if y'all had anything last to say. I just want to say t- to the listeners, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. We were, Tank and I were talking about this on the way up. Um, it's just really cool to be able to come in. And this is kind of like part of our, to me, it's like part of my, my Sunday ritual now of like, yeah. off to do the podcast. Like, and I, and I th- it gets me thinking about it more than I, I get a chance to in a given, given week. But um, it's really cool just to see the amount of listeners. And, and like, I appreciate you guys. Tell your friends, like, you know, we, we kind of in this community, like, accept everybody. So, like, yeah. if, if you like even one horror movie, like, listen listen in. Like, tell us what you like. We'll try to talk about it. Like, yeah. give us, if you want to hear something on the show, like, you know, put put it on the on the feed. We'll try to try to talk about it a little bit. You know, yeah. we're always looking for new ideas. I and mean, we talk about this shit all day, every day. So, um, and most of the time we do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> even when we're not recording, we just mic ourselves up 24-7 and see some of the conversations we have. But, yeah. It's fun. We appreciate you guys. James. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, the reason that we even have this podcast is because we're fans of, of horror movies. I've been a big fan, lifelong fan of all sorts of things, and it's always fun to, like, know that you're not doing something in a vacuum, but, like, yeah, other exactly. people. So if you are a fan of the show, thank you so much. Um, uh, I'll try not to say like as many times as I seem to do. I don't care. <laughs> um, this isn't a professional. And that's what I like about it. That's why I've always wanted to keep it very non-structured you know you know against the grain yeah i've never i've never had a script uh, it's original yeah yeah you know and so we wouldn't say anything on here that we wouldn't say in a conversation or like a viewpoint that we would like change like no i didn't really mean that like i really hate that movie well yeah that's the thing is my thing is like again like you may not agree with all of our opinions but like at the end of the day like we keep it real it's a discussion but the thing is like i said what i to to go back on derek's point like we we did i would definitely love to hear like Feedback from you guys, like you know, yeah, films you want us to review or things you wish we'd, we'd we'd include or. So now that we just we established a name, I'll go ahead and make a Twitter handle for all of us to have access. Yeah, to. Yeah, that would be great. And uh, and tweet. people could reply to I'm gonna, that. I'm gonna tweet the fuck out of that Twitter. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweeter the shit out of this. <laughs> tweeter, a tweeter, and I'm gonna Insta. I'm gonna put it on the line. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweeter gram all this. They tweet me. <laughs> <laughs> they tweet me so hard. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the uh, inaugural. Inaugural. <laughs> Nailed it. First, uh, first uh, revamp of the uh, 
Texas podcast massacre. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll still have top tens from Yeah, hey, we'll probably come time. back next week and do, yeah. a, do a top ten we'll, next week. We'll rotate it up. Yeah, yeah, we'll spice it up. Maybe a top five that we, you know, uh, we don't take up too much of more, your time. More time we, for, for discussion and activities. Yeah, exactly. More time for activities, ladies and gentlemen. But, yes, follow us. Uh, on, on. Please do me a favor right now. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify, go and hit that follow button on iTunes. Go and hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating if you enjoyed it. Uh, don't forget to tell your friends. Uh, reach me at Tank underscore Rodriguez on Twitter. Uh, the Tank Rodriguez on Instagram until further notice or until next week when we have the Twitter handles up and running. Uh, yeah, Texas uh, Podcast Massacre to a close. Thank you for listening. The Saw is family. <laughs> the Saw is family. Okay. <laughs>